The biggest news in country. This is the Country 104 Weekly Roundup. This week, we'll talk Brantley Gilbert, who's got a new album out this weekend. We'll also talk about Luke Bryan's reissued vinyl this weekend as well. We'll talk Dallas and Dean and the tour that was at Budweiser Gardens Thursday and will be in St. Catharines Saturday. We've got bloopers, we've got concerts and events, and we've even got Brett Kissel singing about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Quick note, he's not a Leafs fan, but he had to do it anyway. Keith Urban last week was announced at the... Uh, Keith Urban last week was announced as the halftime performer for the Grey Cup, and uh, we're really looking forward to Keith uh, taking the stage. It actually might make the Grey Cup game worth watching for maybe 20 minutes or so. Uh, since we're talking football, don't forget the Super Bowl performers were announced as well. Jennifer Lopez joins Shakira. And I have to admit, I'm a little out of the pop music thing lately because I'm doing country music. Is Shakira still a thing? Because last I remember, she was 2005 with Hips Don't Lie. It's just kind of a one-hit wonder to me. Like, <laughs> was Boys in the Hood, Cowboy Troy, or Damian Marley unavailable? I'm just, I'm just wondering. They were also 2005 one-hit wonders. <laughs> I did my research. Probably could have researched Shakira, but anyway, that's what this show is all about. Last week, we got a great album from John Party, and we'll hear him and Heartache Medication, the title track, in just a few minutes. This weekend, Luke Bryan reissues his second album, Doing My Thing on Vinyl, with a couple bonus tracks. And Brantley Gilbert drops his new record, Fire and Brimstone. If you're listening to this, it is officially available now. And according to Brantley, there's a bit of a family man aspect to the album, especially since he's got two young kids at home. Being a husband or dad, of course, I think it's going to follow this chapter of my life. So you'll hear a lot about my wife, a lot about my son, and just a lot about really where my head's at. It's like you can listen to that record from front to back and you can kind of tell where I'm at as a man and as a husband and as a dad. And, and uh, it kind of gives you a little of the background on how I got there. And it's just kind of a heart on my sleeve thing. Here you are. There's Brantley on the family man aspect of the album. We'll get to that record and a uh, song from Brantley a little later in the show. Right now, Chris Young, Race on Country, a little down at 26 on your top 30 countdown. All right, this is super cool, and it gives me an opportunity to talk about heavy metal here on the Top 30 Countdown. Dan Davidson, one of our favorite artists, the guy who sings uh, Found, well, he's got a new bluegrass group, and they're doing a bunch of covers that are getting a lot of attention. Attention from Whiskey Riff Magazine. Uh, so I'm going through uh, online the other day, and I see Dan Davidson's new bluegrass group, Dan Davidson and the Butter Lovers. And they did a bluegrass cover of Megadeth's Symphony of Destruction. And it's so good, I'm going to give you a full minute. Here's a clip. You take a mortal man Put him in control Watch him become a god Watch people's heads roll Destruction. Hey. Dan Davidson and the Butter Lovers 
cover Megadeth Sympathy of Destruction. <laughs> I'll put the video on my blog so you can watch it whenever you want. Here's Thomas on baby girl Willa Gray and her current personality. School has been huge for her. Every day I pick her up and I'm like, what did you learn today? And like her and her class have memorized Bible verses. How do you memorize a Bible verse at three years old? And she can literally just say it. She can count. She knows the months of the year. It's just crazy to watch how quickly kids evolve when they're around other kids too. From Willa Gray being nine months old to now almost four, how did she become such a person? Both my kids just have the most loud personalities, and they act like me and Lauren in some ways, but then they act like other people in ways that we are just like, where do you get that from? And it's been a real trip learning who your kids are and learning who they're going to be one day and just trying to soak it all in. Well, we already heard Thomas Rhett gushing about baby girl Willa Gray, and now he's talking about his other child. Ada James. Oh, she is her mom, heavy. Ada is the most stubborn child I've ever met, and Lauren is the most stubborn female I've ever met, in the best ways. But like getting Ada to eat anything green, you have to basically force it in her mouth. She does not let you do anything she doesn't want you to do. So she's going to be our one. I feel like that we're just kind of like, what do we do with you? Honey, you have to wear shoes to school. You know, like those kind of conversations. But she's so sweet, too, and she's so loving, and she's so cuddly. And both of our kids, you know, when it's nighttime, those are my favorite moments, just popping popcorn and watching Finding Nemo for the 50,000th time. Like those are the things that I will remember forever. Thomas Wright, proud father with another on the way. All right, let's talk about crossover hits here on your Top 30 Countdown. I'm thinking anything, really. You've got Blanco Brown crossing over into country music with the Get Up recently, and Little Nas X, of course, with his song Old Town Road. But I'm thinking of other crossovers, too. You remember when Chevy Price, a rapper, appeared on the Dean Brody title track, Beautiful Freak Show? Well, in that same vein, we've got another spotlight in just a moment. And to talk about it, London's own Julia Haggerty. Country 104 with a very special guest here this afternoon. We've got London's 2018 Country Artist of the Year and one of our good friends who you hear quite often here on the radio station, Julia Haggerty. Hey! Hey! I'm here. So I am super excited to talk to you today, girl, because you've got quite the interesting single going on right now. Yeah. Now, uh, I guess i got to set the scene a little bit when it comes to this song. So you have teamed up with a local producer and a local hip-hop artist for a crossover tune, and you're getting some media uh, attention. And I want to read a headline to you that, I, that really intrigued me the other day. Uh, U.S. country stars have had big success with crossover hits. Why haven't Canadian artists follow suit? And, and they're talking about you in the article. This is so cool. It's so cool. I was freaking out. Now, I believe it. Now, how did you get the idea to kind of go this route and, and be Canada's flag bearer, so to speak, uh, on these crossover hits? Honestly, it was so organic. I wasn't even thinking about um, the phenomenon and, and the trend. It was, well, what happened was the Junos, of course, being in London this year, the London Music Office put together an awesome exchange program that had the hip-hop artist Casper Marcus and I in Mississauga performing in the daytime for a school and the evening for a showcase. And on the train, Casper says, like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I went to reach out to you. Things have just been so crazy. Um, but I thought we should do, like, a collab. It would have been really cool to do something. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, you know, we're not at the school yet. It's not too late. <laughs> so I throw it out there that he joined on one of my existing songs. And then we had such a blast and the kids absolutely loved it that the train ride back the next day, we were thinking like, wouldn't it be cool to really actually do a collab and record it and commemorate and like almost memorialize the Junos in London and our own experience, our own unique experience. And 
the way that we felt just being in the school and performing for those kids and answering these questions that they had about, you know, being in the music industry. We were talking to some kids that have dreams to be all kinds of artists, and we were so inspired by it that we really wanted to give back and and have our own inspirational song. Wow, you're completely right. That is really organic and genuine. I like that. Yeah, I mean, that's where, that's where it's born from. That's why, you know, the lyrics are just so uh, wholesome for lack of a better word. Hey, nothing wrong with that. That that stuff can, can take you places nowadays. And hey, you know what? I really I really want this song to take you somewhere because this song is dripping London, Ontario and the talented music scene there. We've got you, yeah, baby. the 2018 Country Artist of the Year in London. We've got Casper. And and for those who don't know me, I've got a serious like local underground hip-hop background and uh, I've known Casper for years. The guy is super talented. He's represented Canada internationally at award shows. And then you've got Alex Emmerich who uh, did a lot of work with London Music Office. He is a super talented guy too uh, this thing is just dripping London and I love it it is man we have to rest London so why did you want to go crossover road because I and I'm not saying it's not a good tune it's a great tune but it's not Julia Haggerty that I know is what I'm saying right yeah so again it's sort of that focus on on the the day the experience the inspiration Alex was our live music engineer and so he was part of the whole thing. He was doing our live sound. He was there at the train station. We were talking about it. And he was like, yeah, guys, that would be so cool. And, and he was there when we were showing what song we were going to do that day, which, of course, is very different than the one we have now. Because when we started writing and really brainstorming how this was going to be, it was very important that all three of our voices were represented. Mine very literally, as well as Casper's, but also Alex, because he is a pop producer. And so I just... I felt like very strongly that in order for this song to have its full purpose, to have its full life, it was very important that we were authentic also in what we were all bringing. Casper with his rapping, me with my singing, and Alex as a pop producer. Well, you know, as a former failed rapper, and now I'm just disappointed that you and I didn't do this together. <laughs> no way! You can rap? <laughs> uh, I got a song on iTunes that you'll never find. Um, I might find it. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised, too. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. <laughs> I've been telling people that for a decade. No finders yet. So there we go. Uh, so, hey, so when you're putting together a song like this, how do you find an audience for this, right? So, like, you're you're in the country world. Casper's in the hip-hop world. Alex is in the kind of production world. And he can fit different genres. But, like, how do you find an audience? Like, how do you decide how much country to put in the song, how much pop to put in the song, how much rap to put in the song that makes it something or something else? Does that make sense? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, probably the answer would be different for, for everyone, depending on what their vision is. And I guess it's a bit of a passion project in that we were really visualizing our audience being someone who would need the message versus maybe what it sounded like. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Let the song find the people that need it. I like that a lot. That's, that's exactly it. That's exactly it, Weaver. Megan Patrick will appear in Kitchener as part of the Old Dominion We Are Old Dominion tour with boyfriend Mitchell Tenpenny. And then when that wraps up, she'll head to Brantford for a show at the Sanderson Center on the Wild as Me Ontario tour. Quick note, it's Megan's first headlining tour. Good for you, girl, and keep it up. You're killing it. The Country 104 Concert Series continues. If you're listening Friday, lots of hockey. Woodstock Navy Vets visit Tavistock. You've got uh, Owen Sound at Kitchener and the Ottawa 67s visit the London.
Fun and Nights at Budweiser Gardens. The Flint Firebirds also have a game at the Sleeman Center against the Guelph Storm. Also Friday, Brantley Gilbert's new album, Fire and Brimstone, is out. We'll hear more from Brantley in a moment. We've got Freedom Fridays at downtown London's Cowboys Ranch, and Elgin Oktoberfest goes country with the Small Town Girls. If you're listening Saturday, Dallas and Dean Brody bring Chad Brownlee, Mackenzie Porter, and the Reclaws on that tour to the Meridian Center and St. Catharines. It's the fall, uh, fall color ride at Holly Gully in London, and the Harvest Festival happens in Kitchener. Now, if you're listening Sunday, run for the cure in London's Victoria Park for the Canadian Cancer Society. Uh, shout out to Janet's Jolly Walkers. That's my team for my aunt, and I will be there in full force. Uh, Sunday also has run for the cure in Kitchener on Dune Drive. Peace of Mind is a run at Springbank Gardens in London. Comic-Con is all weekend in London at Western Fair District. And get this, I'll be talking to Karen of Police Officer Combo Karen and Davis from Corner Gas at 11.40 a.m. Hope you can make it for the Q&A. Pull of Plane happens on Sunday. Feline Groovy Cat shows in Woodstock. I love the pun. And we got some hockey. The 67s are in Kitchener. And Guelph visits the Sarnia Sting. We're going to hear Brantley Gilbert in just a moment on the show. Don't forget his new record, Fire and Brimstone, out this weekend. Here's Brantley on the album where he admits that even though he's a family man, this album's still a party. I am finding out now that I'm a dad and a husband that records moving forward will have a little bit of retrospect and, and <laughs> reminiscent songs. Just some of the rowdy stuff, you know, I'm going to have to look back in time for it. I'm not at a field party every Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, but... You know, when we're on the road and we're playing shows, that's a party. I've still got the adrenaline and the intensity and the party side of me. That's still very much a part of my life, and I love it. Quick note on Dan and Shay. Uh, they were announcing a new song that was going to drop this weekend. Well, earlier in the week, we found out how exciting this song may potentially be. The song will feature Justin Bieber, who was recently tweeting about releasing wedding music after his second uh, wedding dinner the other day to his wife Haley uh, so Dan and Shay dropped it on Friday if you're listening to the show that song is available The Beebs and Dan and Shay possible wedding music there's the big track from Brantley Gilbert's Fire and Brimstone on your country top 30 countdown uh, don't forget Brantley has uh, released the record this weekend and here's him talking a little bit on the title of the record all of my albums are chapters of my life and all my albums have a spiritual or faith based title I mean, there's a reason for that you know I'm a lot of things I'm rough around the edges and to say the least <laughs> Even being a, a married dad, you know, I, I still hang out with a rough crowd. Those are my people. But my one true north has always been my faith, and my wife and I have that in common. And this record is kind of just about being comfortable in your own skin, in spite of judgment. I feel like that song's one of those. It's where I am in my life right now as a husband, as a dad. I live a conscious-based life, <laughs> meaning, you know, if I can go to bed at the end of the night and say, I was the best dad I knew how to be today. I was the best husband I knew how to be today. And I treated folks the best way I knew how today. And it's a win. And trying to look at everybody else the same way, you know, and, and just being open and comfortable in your own skin and realizing that there's a lot of people that won't be fans of that. And that's okay. <laughs> Fire and brimstone is kind of just be the best version of you that you know how to be. All right. We're back with questions and answers on your top 30 countdown. Question number one. Weaver, who's opening for Washboard Union? I want to know if I should get tickets for a lot of music call. Uh, great question. Washboard Union, London Music Hall, uh, October 28th, end of the month. Tickets are on sale. Jason Benoit, whose new EP, The Revolution Part 1, uh, will be available soon, is your opener. So Jason Benoit, you remember him? All on a party, gone, long, gone. Great guy, great musician. Going to be a great show. Question two. Weaver, can you play Brett Kissel singing about the Maple Leafs on the top 30 this weekend? Yeah, yeah, we can. To set this up, Brett Kissel lost a bet. And if you didn't know, he's a big Edmonton Oilers fan who was forced to sing 
this to start the NHL season. Ten years ago, I made a bet. And it took a decade, but I got to it yet. So I'm making good on a bet that I lost. This song comes with a great cost. I love the Leafs. Yeah, I do. The Toronto Maple Leafs. Amazing, I love them. They're God's gift to hockey. The best franchise sports has ever seen. I love the Leafs. Yep. And I hope they win the cup. Yeah, I really do. Um, and nothing would please me more than watching them as they race it up. You guys like it so far? This is amazing. Yeah. You can find the uh, full video on my blog at country104.com, but there's Brett Kissel singing about them Leafs. Quick note. Not a Leafs fan. That was pretty painful for him to sing. Uh, Final question. Weaver, would you rather speak everything on your mind at all times or never speak a word ever again? Oh, that is a tough one. Probably never speak a word again. And I know I talk for a living, but (laughs) if you know what was going on in this brain, you'd want to shut your mouth too. We caught up with Dallas Smith, Dean Brody, Mackenzie Porter, The Recklaws, and Chad Brownlee this past Thursday at London's Budweiser Gardens for our pre-show broadcast at Shoeless Joe's uh, to talk about the tour. So good. How are you doing? Doing good. You've rolled into town with the gift of music today. I was just saying to Chad a couple minutes ago uh, that there was a great photo op of you guys this morning uh, donating a whole bunch of money with Music Counts, uh, courtesy of the Junos, which were here a couple months ago. Wow. That I saw you guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Last time we were in Budweiser Gardens was for the Junos. It feels like you're here every week. I'm sorry. I know. We, <laughs> no, I, like, I, we rolled into away. town. I was like, I feel like we've been here more than we have like at home this when, year. When Chad and Dallas and Dean rolled in with Mackenzie, did you like show them all the secret spots in the arena because you've been here a lot? <laughs> no. I was like drawing no, yeah. a blank. I'm like, sort of, we've been here before. He's like, uh, yeah, yeah, the Junos. I, I can like, imagine. Correct. Arenas start to look the same though. A little bit, and then you get different feels of like I've been in this area. Yeah. I don't know, but I have been there. There was like a different screen hanging over yeah. here, and some was putting there was a makeup lot over more here. Last time I was on. in that elevator, I was with Jen Arden. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear about that elevator. Oh, right? Tell us. There's more. about twelve other people in there. <laughs> one Canadian legend and one soon-to-be Canadian legend <laughs> in an elevator. I like it. You guys are doing well lately, and Aww. congratulations on that. Thank, Thank you. Man. you. So uh, last time we were in person together would have been Juno's. Before that was your performance at the Western Fair. Yes. Since then, nailed it at the CCMA Awards in Calgary. Album of the year. Congratulations. Wow. That was Thank you. such a big shock to us, if yeah. you couldn't tell by the screen. It's funny you say that, because I went back on your Instagram post from that night this morning to kind of read back, and it's exactly what you said on Instagram. Like, we couldn't believe that our name was called. It was, it was weird. Just, yeah. yeah. It was cool to be up. Just see our names beside those names yeah. was an award in itself. Like, yeah. we were just so honored to be nominated. And Dean and, and Dallas themselves were on yeah. that list, too. We were like, there's no... We thought, like, going into it, there's no chance of any award. There's no way we're going to win that one. Yes. And they called our name, and we were like... Oh my god I was like This is a joke It was crazy Now when you don't Expect to win genuinely Because everybody always says I didn't You know I'm just happy to be nominated But if you don't Genuinely expect to win Is there a chance Like your fingers Picking your nose When the camera flips (laughs) Something I know you gotta be careful I was about to sneeze No no, It was funny though Like with that We watched a couple awards Prior to that one And the camera people Get into place So they must know before So when I saw them Get into place I was like No 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 
who's standing really behind us. Behind we're us, like, yeah. who, who else? are we in the way of right now? And then I was like, oh my gosh. You start ducking down. I'm like, Jan not, no, Jan Arden. I'm like, congratulations. That's awesome. You guys are doing so well. And my favorite part about you two is that the smiles have not left your faces yet. Oh my gosh. You're enjoying your lives still. And I love that. Yeah. Well, it's also when we talk to you, Weaver. Oh, come on. Don't be blowing smoke <laughs> up my butt. It's uh, true. You're a fun you, dude. Weaver, you're looking good too, by the way. I lost a little bit of weight. You have yeah. lost some weight. Lost some weight. You look What's wonderful. What's your secret? I, uh, it's called <laughs> it's called fluctuations. In about six months, I'll be fat again, and then in it's six more months, bod. back to skinny. It's Weaver fever. I'm going reverse this year, though. I decided to be fat in the summer for once, and I'm going with skinny in the winter this year. Okay, just throwing it up a notch, yeah. You just, look great, man. <laughs> Stick to it. You look awesome. Me. You guys are killing me. Uh, let's talk about what looks great on your Instagram. Uh, I vote yes on the I got wrecked T-shirts. You like it? Is that from Kingston last night or a couple days ago? Well, so we ran out of T-shirts halfway through our out east run mm -hmm. and we're like what are we gonna do we're like let's go to h&m <laughs> pick up some blank t-shirts and write on them and yeah. we decided i got wrecked uh, and we signed the back and now we're like we asked if people would want them yeah. and we got great feedback and if you're at the show tonight it makes sense why the shirts say i got wrecked it's not just like we just <laughs> so we might see them again tonight yeah you might okay. you might yeah. pro tip uh forever 21's going out of business start getting your shirts Holy there. Right. Yeah. good idea yeah. dollar shirts. correct yeah <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about Freshman Year. Uh, that came out since we've last spoken as well. There was three new tracks that fans haven't heard, including Old Country Soul, yes. uh, which is getting some love here at Country 104. I know that. Uh, fan reaction. How's that going? It's been actually awesome. Yeah. yeah. Your fans seem like the type of people that let you know their thoughts about mm -hmm. things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're, they're not afraid to post about it, which we love yeah. because we definitely connect with them that way. It's easier for us to see what they're thinking. Yeah. And Old Country Soul has been really good so far. Like mm -hmm. they're into it. I think it's I think it's through what's what has happened over the last year that they're more interested and they're more on top of what we're doing Committed, and yeah. yeah and we couldn't ask yeah. for better people as far as like an album reaction to and everything we've released like even just singles on their own there was like the most amount of love on the insta and just socials period that we've seen like through anything yeah. we released that freshman year album had a lot of reaction you guys strike me uh, a little bit like luke combs right now where you can't release enough like, I feel like every single thing you release is just gobbled up by your, your fans. You know, like, whether it's a radio singer or not, I get requests for everything you've done. No right. way. Like, everything you've done is requested. That's and people amazing. Are surprised. Like, what? They haven't released it? Like, I have it on my phone. That's <laughs> such a cool thing to hear. They're, your fans are gobbling it up, though. So how do you saturate that appetite that they've got? Wow, that's so good that's to hear. That's such a cool thing to hear. Yeah, that's uh, one of the first times we've heard that. Um, I guess it's just we continue to write. Yeah. We have a couple songs that we're actually very excited about. Thank mm -hmm. goodness, because that's the pressure of being an artist once you have that album that does well people expect more yeah of course yeah. so we try to just write every song like it's a single too it's right. not like we're just trying to write like nine songs to fill the void and then three are going to be or two are going to be singles mm -hmm. we try to make sure everyone can be a contender for radio and you can talk to your tourmate Dallas Smith about that he was doing that with his buddy Sean Austin who he's mentoring yeah yes. and their actual plan they literally laid it out for me was if it's not a number one single, it's right. not on this record. Right. It's not on this record. 100%. And, hey, he's got... Crushing. He, he's crushing it. So, and we're so lucky to be on this tour to watch and to learn from people that we've been looking up to for a long, long time. Well, Dallas is in mentor mode, right? Now totally, too, yeah. Right? He's signing artists. He's doing his Steelhead Records thing. Is that rubbing off on you guys at all? Yeah, yeah. like, he's done it all. Yeah. He's He's been at the bottom. He's been at the top. He's figured it out. He's changed his careers. You know, like... 
it's crazy. And so we're just so lucky to be able to be at this point with him and to watch him and to watch Dean and to watch Chad and to watch Mackenzie and just learn from them all. We're blessed to be on this, this yeah. run. Good for you guys. I got to let you go. You're so busy today. <laughs> Sound checks still have to go. Uh, final thought, and I wasn't going to bring it up, but you posted it. It's your last Instagram. Oh, photo, no. All right. So at Western Fair, you let me into the pregame huddle. Right. Yeah, yeah. The Rec Laws pregame huddle. And I wasn't going to say anything about that on the air because I thought it was a special moment. Mm -hmm. But then you posted the pregame huddle yesterday on Instagram, so it's public game now public game so yes. what is the rec laws pregame huddle can you let fans know yeah. how you gather together before a show we always say a prayer as a group whether yeah. or not they're religious or not our bandmates always still do it with us yeah. and anybody who's like close to us or a part of the show we like to have them like you or anybody close pray. It yeah. could just be like a sound guy. Security just guard. Running. You brought me in and a security guard. And then there was that little girl that was standing behind the stage trying <laughs> right. to meet you guys, right? right? We brought her in. Yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, we, there's a bit of a ritual where we do the, the prayer and then we all breathe in the good and we exhale the bad. Yep. Which is another thing. And then, we and then hands in and we kind of change up the cheer every yeah, night. Whatever it is. Last night was our manager's dad's 65th birthday. So he said Freedom 65 on the other <laughs> <laughs> You guys are so awesome. Thanks for coming, eh? Thank great. you so much. Thanks for having the us. The Rec Laws Country 104. Thursday, Budweiser Gardens at our pre party at Shoeless Joe's. We caught up with Dallas Smith, Dean Brody, Chad Brownlee, Mackenzie Porter, and the Rec Laws at Budweiser Gardens uh, for their big tour. All right, we are backstage in the bowels of Budweiser Gardens for the Friends Don't Let Friends Tour Alone 2019 tour with me. Dallas Smith, what's up, brother? How you doing, buddy? Great good. to see you. Good to see you. And Dean Brody, how you doing? I'm doing really good, actually. Let's start with a congratulations to you. I haven't seen you since you got married, man. Congratulations. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, so in love. Love it, yeah. And and you're so in love that you were able to be dragged away by this guy on a tour, yeah? Yeah, it's the honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, things look like they're going pretty good on social media. I guess you guys were in Kingston last night, yeah. uh, and you're in London tonight. And then you've got a show in our area as well in St. Catharines on Saturday. Uh, so we can use this interview to kind of let people know what they should get excited about Saturday night and for tonight. Well, man, yeah, I mean, Dean and I, this show is uh, going off. Going off great. We're having a lot of fun up there, and I think it's uh, I think that's feeding the crowd. And and last night was kicking. The whole tour has been great so far, and uh, and plus it's Saturday night, so <laughs> should probably come out. Yeah, Be a good time. Exactly. Would you echo the sentiments from this side over here? Absolutely. Is it Saturday? Saturday. No, today is Thursday, but the next show is Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shoot. I'm um, looking at the Sorry, I'm just like my brain is like porridge on this tour. It's awesome. I love it. We're having a good time. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Like the whole vision for this is, uh, it's bigger than I thought it would be. It's awesome. So Mackenzie spilled the beans a little bit earlier. She's been switching uh, sets, doing songs with you guys each night. So who gets Mackenzie tonight? Do we know that yet? Is that you? Um, she bridges between the both of us. I think. Like, yeah. I'm opening, so Mackenzie's at the end of my set. Leading into Dallas, leading into Dallas. Yeah. okay. This yeah. is an, it's such an interesting tour dynamic. And when I talked to you right when it was announced, yeah. you had suggested a little go back and forth, and it seems exactly what you're doing. Are you finding success? What are we two weeks in now? Yeah, I think it's been going over really, really well. It's yeah. a different. It's structured differently, you know. Um, and I think it's really paying off. You know, it's a lot of going back and forth and trying to figure out exactly how it was going to go. Yeah. But it, we got we got it down now. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I like is that egos don't seem to be coming into play. But I mean, this is an outsider view. Would you agree with that? We're pretty yeah. ego free. free back here right now yeah I'd say so like yeah I mean yeah that's yeah. a lot of respect for Dallas I wish I could 
talk worse about him, but I can't. <laughs> I'm sure if I put the microphone away from your face, you might yeah, see. We do have four more weeks to go. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Give, it, give it time. A lot, a lot can happen on the road. So let's split things up really quickly. Uh, Dallas, you got a lot going on in your end. Uh, congratulations, CCMA's Entertainer of the Year, Male Artist of the Year. I mean, that's fantastic. I'll host them with Billy Ray, and then uh, uh, let's talk about what else you're doing. Steelhead, uh, your management company. You're still signing people, man. You got Sean under the banner now. Yeah. You've been mentoring him along, and I just got a note this week about Kristen Carter. Can you tell us what's yeah, going on there? Yeah, she's a, a young girl out of uh, out of Vancouver, yeah. so she's local to where we're based out of, and um, a huge voice for days, for yeah. days and days. So she's going to make a pretty big impact, I think, when you hear her voice and what she can do. Yeah, so we're going to release a single here, I think, in about a month and a bit. So you can see on her uh, on my on my Instagram and stuff that I've shared some of her stuff. So go check out like one of her covers and she's she's great yeah the steel the steelhead way seems to be uh the sean austin way which is what you described to me with sean nothing is going to make this record unless it's got the potential to be a number one single are you looking at the same route with Kristen? is that kind of what you're of course yeah yeah i mean we just want to make sure that uh that you know we we support her and she can kind of find her way in the business and and you know marry herself to songs that she really really believes in and we believe in collectively with her so yeah yeah, and we will just see what happens but she's great and over on this side dean you just released black sheep man how's the fan reaction because I know what like the industry reaction is, and I know Black Sheep's getting a lot of requests to Country 104, but across the country, they singing it back to you yet? The, the songs, yeah, yeah, yeah. We noticed like pretty soon, right when it was released and stuff, people were singing it back to me and stuff, and well, I was kind of surprised because it's a little different. It's a little different kind of tune that I did. So, but yeah, it's going over great. It's kind of nice to have something a little bit different, and same with whiskey and a teacup. It's like different. It's a little different than the stuff I've done in the past, and. I'm excited about the future and keep creating and see what happens. Now, whenever we talk, though, uh, you always talk about different than last time, and you're you're always changing and adding new stuff, and you've done it with this record, and I guess I should probably give you props, because everybody's doing crossovers nowadays, and, and you and Chevy Price had that great crossover with Beautiful Freak Show, right? So, I mean, are you the originator, I guess? No, no. It's I, I love collaborations, man. I love collaborations. Like... I think that's, I don't know, there's so many of them going on oh, right now yeah, in the yeah. pop world, in the country world. It's awesome. It's like, you know, genres are, the lines are kind of blurred and it's like, it's an interesting and awesome time to be in music. So how do you uh, continue to experiment then? Like, what haven't you done? What are you looking at yeah, doing? There's a lot. Yeah. Uh, tuba, tuba, <laughs> uh, more hammer dulcimer. I love hammer dulcimer. And um, yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I just, I just, I, I I don't know. I don't have no. I'm, I just have no attention span, so I can't sit in one spot <laughs> for too long. That's why I've got like Julio blanket and then beautiful freak show. Like <laughs> I'm all over the place. Uh, we could buy a lot of tubas. Uh, shout out to you guys. You were part of that Juno announcement today for the the music counts for kids. All those that, that instrument money for kids today in London. Just a quick shout out there, and and uh, you being part of the event today. I'm sure it was just kind of a photo op thing, but it's pretty cool to see kids getting music through the Junos. Oh, absolutely. You know, anytime you can. I mean, you see the education's getting stripped down and stripped down. So anyway, you can you can subsidize that through music which yeah. is I think very very important for a kid's development mm-hmm. um, yeah it's, it's an amazing thing so, you remember your first instrument it was actually just my dad's guitar yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I used to pick up when I was a kid so yeah I still have that that guitar Chad guitar Brownlee told us it was a saxophone and piano what about yourself first instrument it was ukulele ukulele yeah. Yeah. yeah music class we had music class we learned like quarter notes and all that stuff yeah and, yeah, I was trombone in music class. I oh, yeah? sucked at it. Just yeah. sucked at it. <laughs> I feel like it would be hard. Like, wow. The spit like, valve got me. Like, this is disgusting. Why do I play oh, this yeah. instrument? <laughs> oh, man. I love horns and stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah, my wife, Andrea, she'll she'll go. She loves horns, too, so we'll watch, like, some some great music. And she almost gags when she sees, like, the drip coming out oh. of the, the, the horn. <laughs> yeah. You know, live music, like, drip, yeah. drip. She's just like. But, yeah, no. We all, I th- music's important, man. The arts are so important, and to see music counts, like giving back like that, is huge. 
Love it. Well, I've taken up more than enough of your time. We'll get you guys in the future again, but congratulations on everything. Tour looks awesome, sounds awesome. We're rocking and rolling tonight. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks. We talked about it earlier on the Top 30 Countdown, but just a quick reminder that Tay Bay's got a new tour. The Good Ones Tour comes to London Music Hall February the 5th in the new year and January 31st in Maxwell's in Waterloo. We had a pre-sale this week. Tickets are officially on sale to the general public now. And if you haven't heard his new song, The Good Ones, it's the namesake song of the tour. Here's a bit of a clip. It sounds great from Tebe, the good ones here on your top 30 countdown. Request that whenever you want for your top five. It's time for bloopers. Eric, our producer, has been saving them up. What do you got for us, buddy? Uh, but let's do... Ah, damn it! There's the first blooper. Keith Urban last week was announced at the... Uh, is that really it? Is that it? That's all we had? Jeez. You'd think I was getting better at this or something. I am radio improving! Ba-da-ba-bow. That could probably be a blue. The Country 104 Weekly Roundup. Find all things country at country104.com.